I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer program reality. All right, welcome everyone to Simulation Nation, your portal to all things virtual. I'm your host, Johnny Android, and I'm here to keep you informed about all that's happening in the metaverse. Since the unplugging of Allspace, we are digital nomads gliding across the source code of the metaverse itself in our trusty cyber falcon searching for a new home. Today, we have made our second stop in Sansar, where we are meeting with another Allspace alumni, you knew him in all space as Emulor, who created our ingenious jukebox, MRE, that provided the soundtrack for countless of uh, a number of our events. But it is also, he is also known as Herschel Young, the CTO of Sansor. We are talking to him today in Sansor. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm emoji welcome for Emulor. Hello. <laughs> it's exciting to be here with you. <laughs> yeah, this is so this is so great. Um, I've been in Sansor very uh, a limited number. I'm happy to be here and sort of you've you've really you know rolled out the red carpet for us here. We've got this incredible world we're sitting in. Uh, this is called Nikki's is Nikki's world. Is that right? Nikki's home. <laughs> I think Nikki did make it. It's called Your Studio. It's uh it's uh, started on a, a default template that's available in Sansar, but Nikki really makes things amazing with her her d world design skills. Got it. Yeah, Nikki's here with us today. We've got Carlos here, who we interviewed last week in Spatial. We've got Futurosity here, of course, as always. Uh, so it's really great to be here. Um, and, you know, you were, you were so kind to uh, provide for us uh, some hair. Unfortunately, the hair is not uh, optimal today, but uh, we really appreciate <laughs> you uh, helping us out and getting us ready with our avatar clothes and our avatar hair. And hopefully we'll get into a little bit about that because the technology seems really advanced and really interesting to, uh, to mention. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. Cool. Um, well, what we usually like to do is just start with our origin story before we do get into what you're up to now. So I've got a wonderful picture here <laughs> because nice. for anyone who watched our uh, our farewell alt space video, uh, which was our uh, sort of a two to three minute farewell tribute to alt space, uh, one of the people that we interviewed was Ebular. And in that interview, he said that uh, alt space was the beginning of his 3D journey. So maybe we could talk a little bit about that, how you got involved in 3D and uh, what led you here. Oh yeah, absolutely. It really was the beginning and uh, I feel so fortunate to have run into you again and and been involved in and in, in being a part of that video. That's that's so cool. Um, yeah, so uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic, um, I decided, you know what, I am going to, I'm going to work on the skills that I've always wanted to work on, my 3D skills. Um, I think initially I, I set it out. I set out to make a game, um, but I immediately realized, yeah, I have no tools in my tool bag for doing anything necessary to make a game. <laughs> so, so uh, it just so happened uh, I ended up in Alt Space at the time, and I ran into some creators and uh, and uh, immediately started uh, seeing the tools that were available with the MRE system. Um, and so I spent all my time in, in alt space uh, uh, making MREs and, and learning uh, learning about the capabilities. Um, I did I did create some 3D objects and learned learned Unity tools and had a world build in there. Um, yeah, it was it was really just the beginning because uh, you know I spent I spent quite a while in there before I made the the jukebox player that you're talking about. Um, and uh, yeah. I, it, yeah, like I said, it was 
it was just so much fun. Um, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have ended up here if I hadn't uh, met the, the people over there. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a bigger community in the metaverse, right? We all, uh, enjoy different platforms at different times. Um, and it was just, uh, it was just a great place to start. And, and you know what, I really wouldn't have, I really probably wouldn't have made it very far if I hadn't met the people and the creators and saw their amazing talents and and the amount of effort that they were putting into the things that they were building in all space. And it just it just made me want to join in and, and push my skills all the further. Yeah. So I'm curious, uh, what were some of the other MREs you did? So just so everyone knows, the, the jukebox that we <clears throat> used for, I don't know, over 100 events was this uh, – this brilliant little device it was very light to put in the world and it's, it, and and you could have a i had a, a hand control so my avatar was able to like like uh some from star trek be able to uh, increase the volume decrease the volume stop start and it was just so handy and so great um and we we loved it and uh so what were the other ones that you were making in there uh the other ones never saw the light of day they were just uh they were just fun projects um i was working on a a I won't even mention the name of it because it was an inside joke between friends. But uh, uh, it was a it was sort of a a system for for clothing. So that uh, if if you went into a particular world and it had this MRE system in there, it, it would automatically put on all of the right attachments onto your avatar, so you could have you know be doing role play for that particular world. And then uh, if you went into a different world and it was there, it would it would save your settings for that world as well. Um, yeah, so it was it was it was like a, a trunk of of clothing items, if you will, and uh, and you could you could sort through all of them and and see what was available, and then attach them to your avatar, and then it would remember your settings between worlds. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like something similar that we ended up using in the end. We w but what we did is instead of making clothes, we had a it was called a wear it MRE, and uh -huh. instead of having items of clothing, we had cameras that were positioned around the world, and we could and Futurosity here could cut in real time from camera to camera to camera instead of from art article of clothing to clothing to clothing, and nice. that was our home studio. So that's uh, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. So great. So you, you, you came into old space in, uh, I guess, did you, did you say 2020? Was it the pandemic uh, period? I, I guess you, yeah. you were yeah. right and at then, the beginning. And then you met uh, a few people and then, uh, where did uh, that journey take you and how did you end up in Sansar? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I ran into a few people, uh, Nira and Henry and Megan. Those are my, my closest friends there. Uh, and, um, I think there was a few times we went on some, uh, some, uh, safaris, uh, out through the metaverse, right to other platforms, and uh, one of the times we had happened into Sansar, um, and I was just really blown away by these graphics, um, and and uh, I, I just happened to look into it a little bit more, and uh, saw the, you know, the the difference in the tools and the capabilities, and uh, just after a while, I, I ended up I ended up transitioning to being here a lot because I I really enjoyed the the realism and the the quality and uh, I have a pretty beefy you know PC and I really like I really like it when I can uh, push it to its limits and as as Sansar is very mm, it can run on some fairly uh, small machines these days. However, when you're in VR. And you have your graphics turned up to to high. Some of the worlds, because they're all user generated content, can be quite demanding. 
um, and, and I mean, visually stunning as well. Right. And, and so I, I just really enjoyed that. So I, I ended up spending uh, all of my time in here learning how to create avatars. Um, and and really that took me through um, uh, skinning or uh, weight painting and rigging and and texturing and, and you know, mesh generation and just all the tools that you need in your toolbox as a as a good 3D uh, 3D game designer or artist, if you will. Yeah. So it was yeah it was, it was quite a bit different from from over in Sansar. Uh, I mean over in Altspace working with Unity, but not not in a bad way. I enjoy both. Uh, they're just different tools. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, the worlds here are, are I mean, anyone who's watching this video on YouTube uh, uh, will see that the, the it's not that low-poly, cartoony kind of Lego look that Altspace had, right? It's much more photoreal, uh, and there's real fashion that we can wear in here and real, <laughs> you know, real furniture that we can sit in. So it's really expanding what you can do um, in the metaverse for sure. I guess it's uh, – I noticed that you can't use Oculus 1. You can use an Oculus 2 tethered to your PC, uh, and you can mm -hmm. use a PC, but it's not Mac uh, ready. Is that right? It's not Mac ready yet. There is a Mac port in, in progress, but we're a ways out on that. Um, and yeah, as far as VR, it's, it's got to be PC VR at this point. Yeah, got it. Mm -hmm. And so what, yeah, so what is your current role? Uh, and what does, I, you, we obviously mentioned that you're the CTO of Sansar. What does that entail? And uh, what are you excited about that you're working on? Yeah, so uh, as the CTO, I, I lead the engineering team. Um, I, I'm, I'm very excited about about Sansar in general, and uh, you know, just uh, just super excited to have the opportunity to be a part of of its development. Um, there's there is <laughs> I started to get I started to get tripped up when I think about the amount of projects because we are we really have a long list of of wants and and designs for the platform in the future. Uh, so really, you know, we're trying to take things one step at a time. The, the platform's under heavy development. Um, there, there's a lot going on, uh, but at the same time, it's already in a state where, um, you know, anytime we we don't typically have many um, issues. Uh, right now, we're experiencing an outage, uh, but we're we're in the process of fixing that. Normally, the platform's in a such a finished state that um, it's just ripe for opportunity. There are so many organizations and businesses that want to host events here and and have Sansar be a part of their metaverse um, um, storefront you know for their for their brand or business uh, that we we spend a lot of time talking with those groups and, and developing those opportunities everything from you know educational systems to uh, architectural visualization stuff and and everything you could think of in between there's just uh, all the time we're talking with people about about opportunities and capabilities. so um, in the, I'd say in each of those cases we you know um, typically have to build out or would want to build out one feature like the ability in case of architectural visualizations we would like ability to swap out textures on the fly so people can come into a custom design home and just start making changes on the walls you know and really experience their house uh, in all the variations it could be in or uh, or just the ability to, I don't know, um, well, add vehicles to the game uh, pretty soon, you know, for those, those are more for, for gaming mechanics and, and fun times. But 
uh, yeah, we, we have a lot of things on the drawing board. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, yeah. The, yeah, it's it, and I you know the other thing about um, just playing with the interface here is there's so much more um, possibility in the sense of like just putting on clothing for your avatar. There's you can you can buy uh, different items of clothing and that that means that it, it's endless, right? Because you open it up to the users to be able to generate their own uh, avatar skins, I guess you'd say, uh, as well as dance moves as well as other you know there's uh, dice that you can roll and things like that so it does seem like it's the the possibilities are so much more endless than they were in our little uh, baby home of, of alt space would you say that's accurate yeah yeah i'd say so so uh sansar is a completely custom game engine um it would it would sit on the level of, of, of unreal engine and unity and sansar so you start out with some other tools such as Blender or ZBrush or uh, whatever th whatever thing you're creating your uh, 3D assets in, and then you bring them into those game engines, uh, you know, being Sansar or Unity, and then and then they you know can come into world with you. Um, so uh, you don't need to have Unreal or Unity skills to work in Sansar. You just need to learn how to set up your shaders and, and uh, import clothing and animations into Sansar. Um, and yeah, like you said, fully custom avatars, uh, clothing uh, is actually uh, typically brought in through a program called Marvelous Designer, um, which is a really neat program. And they there's a real physics simulation for the cloth that happens when you dress your avatar. So you can get just about any piece of clothing to fit on any avatar because you're able to um, shrink it or, and move it around and then simulate it so that it falls properly onto the avatar. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's really, yeah, it's really fascinating um, just putting on a shirt. It's like it, the best thing I could describe it is like the symbiote in Spider-Man. It sort of uh, shapes and shifts around you, and it's kind of this living matter that forms to your avatar's uh, body. It's really, really fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I brought in a gorilla avatar one time, and uh, I had the funniest thing. You know, I immediately handed out to everybody, and uh, so we had a big gorilla party, and uh, people started showing up with ski masks on and jewelry and and uh, and t-shirts stretched around them. It was just so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess I guess it, as the you know, how, I I can't imagine the back end of this. The database will just grow exponentially as these metaverses grow. Um, Indeed. Yeah, is that something that you guys are just? I, I don't want to get too much into the the business side of things, but is that is that do you get financing for that? Do you just build out in these AWS servers, or how do you take care of this massive uh, yep. pot potential inventory? We're running in the cloud. It's distributed across the regions globally, so that there's a uh, good access depending on where you're where you're coming from. Um, and yeah, there's I mean there's a lot of storage space available in the cloud. So uh, it does cost money, uh, but it's it's not a significant cost in the overall um, the overall cost of, of running the platform. The the simulation for these environments is probably the largest cost in running a, a platform like this. Yeah, so, so right now we have, uh, uh, I don't know, I want to say what those four or 5,000 worlds, I think, published, maybe a little less than that. Um, under the hood, there's, there's about 10 times that much of unpublished worlds um, that you know, people have started or, or just have in the works and, and are, are waiting for you know, new features or, 
or time in people's schedules to come back and publish them. Uh, there, there's a there's a massive amount of potential for a, expansion in our, our capabilities, uh, and then that's not even talking about the uh, the business side and the events side of things that that have been going on. Well, uh, you know what I mean. What are the business side, the event side? What do you mean by that? Uh, well, like architectural visualization, uh, there have been uh, multiple platforms that would you know love to be able to uh, have homeowners uh, meet with their interior designers here in Sansar, do a full walkthrough in VR uh, or through through even a web player. Uh, we are setting up a new pixel streaming or basically cloud gaming service so that people that do not have computers can just uh, join Sansar through a web browser uh, and even on a phone. I've, I've used Sansar on my phone through a, through a web player uh, and it was, it was a pretty decent experience. Um, so we're we're working on that to to really expand um, the capability, uh, the access, the accessibility uh, of Sansar. I mean, VR is fantastic. Sansar was built with VR in mind. Um, this space looks amazing in VR. And uh, one cool thing about Sansar is you can jump in and out of VR at will. You just drop on your headset. You can be in the world. You can take it back off. You're on your desktop experience. It's a really easy transition. Uh, but not everybody has VR. And uh, so we're really focused also on providing a, a great experience for, for desktop and, and in the future, even mobile, mobile gamers. Got it, right. And, you know, yeah. after the demise of Allspace, I'm always curious uh, how, how these metaverse platforms intend to make money. So what is the, what's the, what's the business model? <laughs> because we don't want to make sure that, you know, we don't fall in love with you and then suddenly it's gone. So how, how yeah, how do you make Absolutely. money? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so Sansar has uh, several avenues for, for revenue. Um, in the future, we will likely have subscriptions. You know, there are other platforms like, um, there are other platforms that offer uh, land rentals, if you will. So you pay a monthly fee for your, your worlds and, and stuff like that. So we might have something like that. So there'll always be free access to Sansar. People could join Sansar, have a world of their own, visit other people's world and not need to spend any money on it. Um, but we plan on offering subscriptions for higher tiers where if you're a creator and you want to have, you know, 20 plus worlds uh, that are available to to the public, uh, you know, you can pay a few bucks a month and, and have that ability. Um, and one of the other great things about Sansar is that there's the opportunity for users to make money on their content that they generate. Uh, a lot like other platforms have announced and other platforms have had for a long time. But not, not everywhere has this, uh, this capability. Uh, so in the future, you'll be able to, uh, right now you can, so I should say, right now you can uh, make money on any assets you list on our store. So clothing items and items for the world, like the things, the, like the couch we're sitting on, someone could create this and sell it. Um, uh, and then you can actually, you know, withdraw that money and, and, and take it home with you. Um, but in the future, you'll be able to monetize the worlds that you create and the games that you create uh, and, and even events that you hold. Uh, so so Sansar would have a store transaction tax, just like sales tax, like you would anywhere else. Uh, that would be a so the, the subscriptions, the sales taxes, uh, and that'll be good for Sansar and good for the creators and, and everyone in the in the community. Then Sansar also um, has always been a good place for events, live music events and 
and uh, different types of activities. So we have several, um, we have several different organizations, um, and like from educational to music to sporting events that are um, looking at and have and are trialing hosting those events here in Sansar. So those ticket sales um, will be good for them. It's entertainment value for all of us here and, uh, and also beneficial for Sansar in the long run. Great. Yeah. And then there's other business services as well. I don't know if you want to keep going on about everything, but. <laughs> sure. Well, we can, you can touch on the business services. Absolutely. Sure. Well, I mean, uh, so uh, lots of businesses uh, have been interested in uh, having a metaverse presence or even just having a metaverse platform for internal business usage. So white labeling Sansar for them could be a, a real thing where they want to bring their teams together for, um, you know, for, for team building events and, and communication, uh, you know, different types of different avenues of communication. You know, a Zoom meeting is not always the, the answer for, you know, team building event, if you will. So having an internal metaverse platform that you can jump onto and have a big, um, have an experience together. You know, that's a, to me, that's a, there's a difference between hanging out in Sansar uh, and, and having a, um, you know, just a Zoom meeting. Uh, when, we're, when we're all running around and we um, visit one of these experiences or um, take, take a climb up a, up a you know, steep hill, hill and, and sit and look at the stars or something, it's, it's something I remember doing with my friends. You know, same thing in alt space, absolutely. Uh, my, my first memories of, of hanging out with friends in VR, of course, were in alt space. And uh, I was just blown away at at how quickly I became comfortable with like, this is how my friend looks. And I spent the whole day with him. I don't feel like I was, you know, just sitting on the other side of a screen. I felt like I was hanging out with that person. Um, so that's a, that's a real, uh, a real draw. I feel for like, for a lot of companies that have approached us. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah sense of presence and all of that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. Well, let's. Uh, I'll see if this uh, slideshow can move along here. Um, and by the way, uh, Carlos, Nikki, Futurosity, if you guys have some questions, uh, please feel free to, to throw them out, uh, and we'll we'll take them because. Um, <laughs> yeah. So okay, uh, we can always edit some stuff out here. Click here to continue screen. So okay, it stopped working, but there we go. Okay, great. Uh, so the slide here is something that you sent me that looks like a world build. Um, maybe uh. you could. Can you see the screen? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, my friend Nikki, who is here in the audience, uh, she hosts regularly uh, an event called uh, Home Makeover. And so she'll find different uh, model home models that are provided by people in the community, um, typically. And uh, this is a community-sponsored event. So people in the community all donate money to the event uh, for awards. Um, and then uh, whoever wants to can join. They get the model for the for the home makeover and uh, and it's up to them to build out a world and just envision whatever type of setting they could imagine putting that 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 home into whatever theme they want. So uh, this was a home that I built uh, for home makeover nine, I believe. Um, and I, I have a, there's a few slides of it here, so you'll, you'll get to see it in like three different settings. Um, and it, it's 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 just amazing. This world in particular was made by my friend Nenitz, and she she just does amazing. I mean, everyone here does amazing builds. 
but this this world we, we should go visit it after this uh it's just right. kind of it's breathtaking well, let's <laughs> yeah see. do you, i think i have at least one more i, I may have not have put every uh slide every cool. picture you sent me but this one is like the night version of it or something like that it looks pretty yeah, this is actually this is actually in Nikki's home makeover contest central. She has this house featured off to the side, uh, but you know it's 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 just a good enough setting too that I decided to include this picture for you. Um, yeah, it, you can't go wrong in here. Things just turn out looking so great. <laughs> and and the tools, uh, do you find them uh, relatively easy to use, or you have to have outside? You said you have to you know have some knowledge of Blender and and different. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, so most 3D assets you would create in some sort of a 3D modeling program like Blender. And I mean, the great thing about Blender is free and open source. Everyone can get their hands on it. Um, and then you bring it into Sansar, and then you set up the shader. So you you tell it like uh, whether these should be windows. The the things on the end are a transparent shader. Um, probably the rest of the roof is just standard shader, and there's not much you have to do about it. Um, but then there's there's particular shaders for like uh, emissives, like when you have these blinking LEDs around us, and uh, the media screens, its own media shader. So you can you can build a world out of uh, objects that you buy off the store, and and just be a a 3D uh, environment artist, or you can be a 3D asset artist here and, and create these 3D models and list them on the store. Uh, or you can try to span all of those roles and, uh, and, and really fill out your skill set. Right. And it's just a, it's a fun playground. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's, if it, and it does feel like, uh, like all the, you know, it does feel like a little bit of an upgrade from Allspace. Of course, Allspace, you can get on it in your, your Mac or your PC and it's a little, right. uh, little bit more accessible, but this is oh, like yeah. almost like the higher end quality level. And, uh, you know, it is, we really, I mean, if we could, if we could easily do a quest Two port so that it would run so that Sansar would run on that level of a system, it would it would be a very degraded experience from what you see here, right? The avatars that people could see on that level of a, a mobile system would be, you know, alt space and uh, and and VR chat. Like VR chat has the same thing. They have they have a dual avatar system, right? The people that come in on those mobile devices see something totally different from the PC people. Do you, I'm just curious, do you have any inside information on, uh, you know, the Oculus 3 that's supposed to be coming out at the end of this year? Is that <laughs> I do not, no. <laughs> that is, we don't know what the capabilities of that will be until it gets here, I guess. Yeah, that, yeah, I've heard, I've heard rumors, yeah. Ooh, we, we, rumors. Do, we, do, we do have ports to other platforms in, in progress. We, we plan to be native on Mac. That's, that's a certain okay. thing, yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, let me see here. So I've got the next one here is uh, I, I, I captured sort of one of your sort of your slides of these uh, models yeah. uh, and they sort of, sort of encapsulated all of them. So this is these yeah. are like almost like Abercrombie models, but they've got Emulor is their designer. So like I said, I this is what I focused on mostly when I was first developing my skills was creating avatars. And I did not know the first thing about uh, about anything 3d when i started um uh do you know you know megan and henry they used to be in the rooftop know. show um over in Altspace. oh okay well megan's in this picture henry's there uh, my friend nikki disney uh tegan is the one with all the tattoos 
she she made all the clothing which have uh emulor uh my name on the waistbands it's you know sort of like a like a calvin klein type ad, model ad yeah. um and this was all nikki's idea she just put this together it was so wonderful and tight we were cracking up so much this was so funny uh doing this uh doing this photo shoot together um yeah so these were all all friends and all people that i had made custom avatars for uh, and yeah, we had a whole photo shoot that day. And then Nikki has uh, graciously used these uh, as advertisement for my avatar services in the past. I don't tend to make too many avatars these days. I'm so busy just, you know, dedicating myself to Sansar. Um, but it is fun when I when I get to dive into it. So. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, uh, certainly even when you uh, put on clothing in the sort of, I don't know what you call it, the, the avatar change room or something like that, mm -hmm. you really, you strip down. Like, it's like, oh, they're almost photoreal. Like, it's 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 a different experience than uh, having a little cartoon character running around. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. anatomically correct and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's much more mature, I guess you'd say, of um, it is. experience. Just so everyone knows, our, our avatars are not cur currently fully anatomically correct right, right. there um they there it is a platform where you're allowed to upload your own avatar so people can definitely bring in whatever avatar they want but yeah we don't allow public uh, nudity at, at the moment um yeah we there's here you can have your own world and a private space um, and you can you can whitelist it so that your friends can come in uh and that it doesn't appear to everyone else on the on the on the codex, so um, oh, I stood up. Your legs got your legs fell yep. asleep. There we go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, yeah. So so in your, your privacy of your own space, uh, you can dress like whatever you want, do whatever you want, and and enjoy yourselves. But in public spaces, you know the same kind of rules would go as in in real life, uh, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then I, the, I think the one other slide here that you sent was this alien woman here. I don't, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe you could tell her name is her. Her name is Beautiful Bee, and uh, this this is what she asked me for. And she actually sent me some uh, some screenshots uh, that were you know very similar to this, but uh, it was sort of a stylized, cartoony version of this avatar. And I I uh, you know did what I could to turn it into a. Uh, a more realistic embodiment of what she was looking for. And usually when I do custom avatars, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, jump on a, a screen share with, with who I'm, I'm creating the avatar for and really let them make some choices and, and uh, get some feedback for it. And this wasn't a, it never was a money-making adventure for me. I was there to build skills and enjoy myself. So uh, I really enjoyed being able to put that level of detail into it and really make, make people happy with their avatar, you know? Um, cause there's, there's so much that goes into them. Um, Sansar is hoping in the future to really expand its default avatar creation system. So currently when you jump into the Sansar, the, the default avatars are, they're, they're pretty old at this point. Um, and there's not a lot of capabilities for customizing them. There are some facial morphs and you can change the skin tones and you can definitely redress them as we've talked about. Um, but it's it's nothing like these these custom avatars you see here. Uh, there are a lot of avatar creators in the community, but beside myself, that make lots of different kinds of avatars and lots of different styles. And there there are a bunch for free on the store as well. Um, so uh, 
you know, we want everyone to be able to come into Sansar and find an avatar that makes them feel comfortable. Um, so, uh, you know, at the very least, if you have to, you know, contact a custom creator and get them to make you something, you have that option. Um, but yeah, we're going to expand those capabilities in the future for sure. And then they can put them up for, uh, for sale as well. And you can, yes. that, that, that continues to grow as well. Um, yeah, what, it's fantastic because, you know, digital items, you create them one time and you put them on the store and they can just sell and right. make you money forever. Right. What, <laughs> I'm just curious, what is an average cost of an avatar or a world or something? Do you, do you know? Mm, it is completely up in the air. Like I said, there are thousands of free items on the store. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, it, most of the things are pretty low cost, just a few bucks. Uh, if, if you were talking U.S. dollars, we use Sansars in games. And uh, and so it's it's like a ten to one uh, conversion ratio. Yeah. Great. Um, well, before we get into our, our last little segment of uh, where we're headed with all this in the future, uh, does anyone out there have any questions uh, for Emular here, um, Carlos or Nikki or Futurosity? I had one quick question regarding um, your ability to or your ability or need to be able to create. Um, 3D mesh in order to build it here. Um, hmm. is, do you have to have knowledge of that? In order you to do not. You do not. Anyone who comes into Sansar, uh, you have a set of free world spaces where you can create worlds, and there are free items. There are lots of free items, as I mentioned, on the store or very low cost items. And you can just you can bring those items into your inventory and uh, just spend your time being a a, a, an environment artist um, and, and creating these wonderful environments uh, without spending a dime and without ever learning any type of blender skills or anything. Yeah, good question. Cool. Um, anyone else? Carlos or Futurosity? Uh, all right, great. Well, uh, so we always uh, love to end with the uh, the future, which is where you think all of this is headed. You've touched a little bit on uh, some Mac capabilities. Is there anything else uh, specifically to Sansar that you're excited about uh, for the near future and then maybe even the long-term future uh, goals? Mm -hmm. Sansar is under heavy development, so we are working on some, some, some server-side um, Capabilities; uh, those aren't exciting to end users, but just know that the, we are we are developing our, our platform's robustness and scalability. Um, as far as features that the users are really going to experience, uh, we I have a short list of things that we are trying to add that are really centered around gamification and activities. Um, just things to really turn up the fun capabilities uh, in Sansark. It is beautiful here. You can make some amazing experiences. Um, uh, and I really want to add the ability for us to, you know, when we get together with our friends and, and we're, we're done or we've been hanging out for a while and we're like, Hey, let's go do something. We can all go play some games together. And there are lots of games now, but, uh, we really want to add some capabilities in there so that the creators can, um, can create some amazing, uh, interactive gaming experiences in the future. So we're going to be adding lots of those. Um, and then... Uh, beyond that, there's there's definitely lots of events uh, and planned in the future. So everything from music to sporting events, uh, we're we're working to get those set up so there's some regular uh, additional entertainment uh, to be had here. <laughs> yeah. Cool. 
cool. Yeah, I found that that was always something that was lacking in all spaces that you, you go into a world and you explore it, but you really couldn't, there wasn't much you could do in terms of, you know, some kind of a game or something that keeps you active or something that keeps you coming back. You could just sort of enjoy and experience yeah. it, but you couldn't really interact in a certain sense. Um, so mm -hmm. it's, it must be exciting to, to know that that's coming to this platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so, uh, and so what do you think about uh, the, the future uh, in, in general it, with, you know, you're steeped in the technical side of building out this platform in the metaverse. Um, where do you see this all headed uh, a little further down the line, five, 10, 15 years? Oh yeah, good question. Uh, you know, definitely I think uh, all, all the big platforms are talking about metaverse interoperability and the ability to easily transition between platforms. I, I do think that is a goal. That's a goal for us. Uh, we're really hoping to join some of the open source uh, foundations that and, and contribute to them to help further those goals. Um, I, I really see that being the future. Uh, and there's so many people working towards that goal. I, I, and I know it's only a matter of time before we get there. Um, and, and I would say that I really believe a lot in, in the user-generated content and the ability for everyone to, you know, enjoy themselves, learn skills, and potentially even earn money at the same time. Uh, that's that's a really enticing thing for everyone, and I think it really turns up the, the fun factor as well. You know, when you're able to do something that you enjoy and love so much and, and earn money at it, it just makes it even more exciting. Um, and I'm seeing more and more platforms uh, adopt that as we just recently heard, uh, you know, the uh, game developer conference that's going on, um, uh, that that's that's going to be a big thing. It, it already is a big thing on some of the biggest platforms in the industry, and, and it's going to keep expanding. Yeah, you're talking about the one in San Francisco in a, in a couple of weeks or something? Mm -hmm. uh, no, it's happening right now. Like, uh, right now? I believe so, yeah. GDC. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, uh, you know, uh, so games like uh, Fortnite and Roblox in particular, I'd say those are the, the two biggest platforms uh, that, that are now allowing, both of them now, uh, going to allow uh, user-generated content and uh, the ability for those users to, to monetize, you know, their efforts. Uh, and, and I don't believe that you know, even though even though those those two platforms combined have hundreds of millions of users, um, they're not the type of places that everyone's going to want to spend all their time. And the metaverse wouldn't be the metaverse without multiple platforms. So, I know there are there. I believe there's more there's platforms that don't exist yet that you know we're all going to come to know and enjoy uh, for their features. And um, yeah, I'm excited for Sansar's. Uh, spot in that lineup and, and uh, we we really are excited and and talk quite often about joining that, that effort to create that future metaverse so yeah, I, that's what I'm excited about <laughs> yeah that's exciting and I'm, I'm curious you know some of those platforms like you know Sandbox and, and Somnium Space are using this uh, cross platform the ability to go cross platform by using you know, sort of crypto integrating NFTs like mm -hmm. with, you know is that something that you think you see a future or do you think that's just a passing fad and it's going to be a different technology altogether that gets us there? I, I think, it, my opinion, 
it will likely be a different technology that gets us there. I am I really enjoy blockchain technology and the possibilities of it. What's typically being done with it these days, I don't typically care for or agree with. Um, and I'm not talking about those platforms I'm just in general, uh, you know, the way it's being utilized and, and the issues that it causes. I think there are a lot of drawbacks and 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 for us to base our platform on on that type of technology in its current state, I don't think would work out so well. Um, maybe in the future we will it, it will evolve to some some future state where uh, a lot of these technical issues um, and and practical issues for its utilization in that in that way would would be solved, but not as it currently is. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's interesting because, you know, how do we make these cross-platforms? You know, how do you get uh, a piece of clothing from Sansar to cross over to another, um, yeah. you know, that's the, that's the challenge. I guess. We, we're, our, our uh, well, I should say, we've been talking the most with the um, Open Metaverse Foundation, which is a part of the Linux Foundation. Um, we really believe uh, pretty strongly in their message and of course the Linux Foundation in general is a great foundation uh, and to be working with them uh, you know to, to to further the goals of the you know future open metaverse I think it has a, a good chance of succeeding there are a lot of efforts from multiple foundations going on at the same time right now so uh, which which one will become the future open you know uh, metaverse uh, standard is has yet to be seen but you know we <laughs> we're looking forward to that and and uh, to answer your question about the interoperability yeah standard file formats i mean there there is a huge um a huge set of documents that are being laid out to define that because it's not just one thing it, it really takes uh, a lot of practical uh implementations across you know the the databases the file types uh you know communication protocols there's there's quite a bit that's going to go into that um, and that's that's a big reason why we're we're wanting to be so involved in it up front um, is because uh, it, it's either it's either be involved with it up front or completely rework your platform down the road. Otherwise, you're going to end up being a, a walled garden, you know, as so many people have said so many times. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great, and I, we all hope for that future. We all know it's coming, and I'm I'm, I'm love I love the fact that you guys are in that direction as well. It's, um, so, so yeah, I guess, uh, how can people get in touch if they want to join your team as an engineer or as a designer or I, I, whatever, uh, you're looking for, um, mm -hmm. how can they reach out to you? Um, well, I'm here in Sansar. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm around a lot. This is what I do. Uh, it's what I, I love. And, and so I am quite often either working on Sansar or in Sansar enjoying it with my friends. Uh, so I'm pretty easy to find. We also have a discord server. Uh, they can join and uh, we can chat there. I'm, I'm super easy to find. And then we have a we have a LinkedIn pages. If you looked up Sansar uh, as a company, uh, we have some uh, some open job postings um, that we will look at filling at some point in the future. I mean, the the tech industry in general is in a weird state at the moment, so we are weathering that storm along with the entire industry. Um, but we we have made sure that we are uh, in a stable place to to make it through this, and we are continuing to develop our our platform at the at the same time and uh, and set ourselves up for those 
all of the, the future things that we've been discussing. Yeah. Great. Well, uh, Emular, this was so, so cool. From the, yeah. from the meek and mild uh, streets of alt space to the, you're all grown up now. You're, you've got a <laughs> fancy pose and cool costume and a whole bunch of things. And, and wow, you're the CTO of Sansar. Congratulations. This is amazing. <laughs> How cool Thank is that? you so much. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a wild ride. <laughs> yeah, I always say that like the people, the, the, the amount of talent in a pool in Altspace um, per capita, like for the amount of users is so high. Uh, yes. And you are a true testament to that. Um, and I only wish you the best on your new journey here in Sansar. And I hope it uh, continues for a long, long time. Thanks so much, Johnny. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, thank you, everybody, for teleporting into this worldcast of Simulation Nation. Whether you're with us here in Sansar or listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or watching on YouTube at The Simulation Nation. And remember to subscribe to our Instagram at The Simulation Nation, Twitter at SimNationVR, and our Discord server for our schedule of events. Uh, then join us next week uh, where we will be back in spatial as we look back at the mind-bending anime film Paprika on Futurosity's Flicks and Picks. So until then, stay plugged, my friends.